Bismillah. All Sisters Holika Association, known as ASHA, is a program of Women's Health First, an educational and charitable organization dedicated to promote the health and quality of life through public information, education, and resources with emphasis on women's health promotion. ASHA is the program of WHF, committed to provide Islamic educational programs unique to Muslim women all over the world and people interested to learn the basics of Islam. This podcast will provide the basic Islamic education and tips for Muslim women to perform her religious duties properly based on Quran and Sunnah. Assalamu alaikum. This is your sister Zahra with Asha, All Sisters Halakha Association, bringing you our most recent outline of our most recent topic, the laws pertaining to divorce. Let's move forward. So an overview of marriage. In Islam, marriage is considered a great blessing, alhamdulillah. In Islam, it is believed that marriage should be filled with mercy, compassion, and tranquility. Each partner in the marriage has certain rights and responsibilities, which are to be filled in a loving way in the best interest of the couple and the family. Unfortunately, this is not always the case. Divorce, a very last resort. Divorce is permitted in Islam as a last resort if it is not possible to continue the marriage. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah 229, either you retain her on equitable terms or separate from her with kindness. Certain steps needed to be taken to ensure that all options have been exhausted and both parties are treated with respect and justice. When a marriage is in danger, the couples are advised to pursue all possible remedies to reveal the relationship. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, of all the lawful things, divorce is the most hated by Allah. For this reason, the first step that the couple should make is to really search their hearts, try to evaluate the relationship, and really try to reconcile no matter what. All marriages have their ups and downs. And this decision should not be arrived at easily. Ask yourself, have I really exhausted all means? Have I really tried everything? Evaluate your own needs and your weaknesses. You know, try to remember the good things about your spouse. Try to find forgiveness in your heart and patience for certain minor annoyances. Communicate with your spouse about your feelings, your needs, your fears. Sometimes an Islamic counselor may be necessary. Now, if there is no other option than divorce, Allah gives divorce because sometimes it truly may be the best interest of all concerned. Nobody needs to remain in a situation that causes continual pain and suffering. In such cases, it may be more merciful for you to each go your own way. 
Again, Allah says in the Quran, the parties should either hold together on equitable terms or separate in kindness. Now, Islam outlines certain steps that need to take place before, during, and after divorce. First, there's arbitration. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nisa, if you fear a breach between the two, appoint an arbitrator from his relatives and an arbitrator for her relatives. If both desire, desire reconciliation, Allah will affect harmony between them. Verily, Allah is full of knowledge and the seer of all things. Upon filing for divorce, when a divorce is initiated by the husband, this is known as a taluk. This announcement by the husband may be verbal and should only be done once. It can also be written. Since the husband is seeking to break the marriage, the wife has full rights to keep the dowry, the bridal money that was paid to her. Now, on the contrary, if the wife initiates the divorce, this is called a khula. In the first case, if she, she may choose to return her dowry to end the marriage. She has to give up the right to keep the dowry since she is the one seeking to break the marriage contract. In the second case, the wife may choose to petition a judge for divorce with cause. She is required to offer proof that her husband has not, not fulfilled his responsibilities. In this situation, it would be unjust to expect her to also return her dowry. The waiting period is called the idah. After a declaration of divorce, there is a three-month waiting period before the divorce is finalized. During this time, the couple can continue to live under the same roof, but they sleep apart. This gives them time to calm down, evaluate the relationship, and perhaps, inshallah, reconcile. During this time period, the husband and wife are free to resume the relationship at any time, but this ends the divorce process and no need for a new marriage contract. Another reason for the three-month waiting period is to be sure that the woman is not with child. After the waiting period is over and the divorce is finalized, it is best for the two to have present, the presence of two witnesses verifying that all parties have fulfilled their obligation. At this time, the wife is free to remarry if she chooses. Now, Allah says in the Quran that divorce is to be given two times and the woman must be retained in a good manner or released gracefully. In Islam, after the third divorce, the couple may not marry again. First, the woman must seek the fulfillment in marriage to a different man, and only after she's divorced by that man or widowed from that second marriage partner, it will be possible then for her to reconcile with the first husband, if they choose. So again, we pray for Allah's mercy continuously. We seek his aid and we seek his guidance. We also pray that this video is a means of da'wah and beneficial information, and we look forward to seeing you in our next halakha. Jazakallah khair, and thank you for your time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.